0: Hey, this is Mike Brake, and I'm the pastor at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. I want to say thank you for stopping by our podcast today. We really do believe that you're only one step away from the relationship with God that you've been wanting. So I hope the message today gives you encouragement, gives you some vision, so that you can take that next step towards freedom. Enjoy the message. What if God wanted to use you to be one of the greatest leaders of your generation? What if God wanted to use you to be one of the greatest leaders of your generation? Now, for most of us in this room, outside of maybe a few narcissists that think we're the greatest gifts to the, to the planet, uh, we might scoff at such a question. Um, one, we don't like to necessarily think of ourselves in greatness terms, like, you know, consider others better than, your, than yourselves, and, and so we don't normally go there with the whole, I'm, I'm greater than other people, and I, and I definitely get that. Uh, it might be that um, maybe we've done some things recently or last night or on the way to church this morning or something where we're like, uh, great leader, I, uh, I don't know. Or maybe when we think about who we are, we just, we just see ourselves as, we're just ordinary and average. And I, I get all that. I want to tell you today, without, without hesitation, you have a call of greatness on your life. In this Christmas season, as we celebrate God becoming man through Jesus, he didn't do that. He didn't go through his his whole life, coming to earth, dying on the cross for our sins, rising from the grave, defeating sin, defeating death, for us to have eternal life, so we could just be ordinary. He's called us to greatness. Ordinary, average me. Called to greatness. We're going to start a brand new series through the month of December. And it's called Expectant. Be expectant. And the whole idea of this series is to be, for the next few weeks, for us to have a a faith-growing experience together. That this would be something that would challenge you, that would grow you through the experiences, not only through singing and through word and through activity, but it would also expand our vision just a little bit to see... Who God's called us to be and exactly where He's called us to go. About a year ago, December 10th, 2017, a group of about 20 so of us sat in our living room, in my living room, and, and, and we, we prayed together. And we were believing. In God to do something. We, we were, this was the, the, the start of Freedom Church. The very first time we got together and we just sat there and we prayed not knowing what to do but we believed that God was going to do something yet we also had some, some, some uncertainty. God, are, are you in this? We were really excited <laughs> gathering together because it was new, it was fresh but there was a little bit of fear. Like what, what is all this going to entail? But I can tell you I can tell you, we were expectant. We were expecting God to show up. For us to give him our ordinary, put it into his hands, and let God do something extraordinary. And so, as we use that time to uh, prepare, that month of December, we're going to use this time to prepare. And when you're preparing for something, when you're truly expectant, you will prepare. Ask any parent in the room. When, when, when you got the call, when I got the call that Rita was expectant the very first time, I didn't just sit around and, and do nothing. No, what? You got to work. Preparation requires work. And if you're truly expected, you'll get to work. I mean, there was you had the, he had baby showers, you had maternity uh, clothes, you had maternity pictures, you had a gender reveal. Which, by the way, if you're in a in a desert, in a in a in a dry place, in a forest, do not blow something up, for God's sakes, for to to do a gender reveal. Anyway, um, you do things uh, to get ready. Why? Because something. Is coming. In Freedom Church, I believe with all my heart in 2018 that something is coming. That God wants to use you and I in this season to prepare us for what is next. And so that's why I've been been burning inside me to get this message out for a few weeks now. Because I believe God wants to use us in a powerful way, not only in this season, but also in 2019. And so, we're going to do three things today and also in this season. One, each of us, we're going to come together, we're going to get a word from God. We're going to get a word from God. Two, we're going to give back to God. And three, we're going to have an invitation for others. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to Luke chapter 1. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 1. It's also in your Bible app on the YouVersion Bible app. You can click on Events on there, and you can find that Freedom Church is live right now, and you can check your notes there. It'll also be on the screen as well. Want to look at uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the announcement of Jesus' birth to Mary this morning. It says in verse 26 of Luke chapter 1, it says, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, this is a relative of Mary's, she is. Uh, the Bible describes her as one of her cousins, and you can read about her in the in the previous verses. But it says, in the six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, "Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with." You. Confused and disturbed. She she didn't know kind of she didn't know if this was good news or bad news. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You have a purpose for your life. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will, and and you will name him Jesus. And he will be very great, and we'll be called Son of the Most High, the Lord God and will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel. His kingdom will never end. And Mary asked the angel, But how? How? How can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age, and people used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her six months. For the word of God will never fail. For some of your translations it says, for nothing is impossible with God. The word of God. This word of God, Mary, seems impossible. This word of God, it will not fail. So in this season, together, we're going to seek a word from God. It was about four years ago, four years ago, Reed and I, we were in a season where we were seeking a word from God because we were in a position where we felt like God was was moving us from where we were. There was kind of like this, uh, I describe it like an itch. But we didn't know exactly where. We didn't know if it was, hey, God, we feel this, this, this thing that you're calling us to move, but is it you're calling us to stay here in Los Alamos where we are, or are you calling us to, to go? We don't know And so we were seeking God. God, what, what do you want us to do? We need a word from you. And it was in that season that God said, in two years, I'll let you know. It was just kind of the sense that we got from God. It was like, in two years, I'll let you know. Now... One, that was extremely frustrating because I'm like, I don't want to wait two years, God. Like, now. Tell me now. Let me know now. In two years, I'll let you know. It was also a little bit scary because what the, what, what's going to happen in two years that we're going to know? Like, what, what's this? And so as we approached the two-year mark, and let me just tell you, in that season of, of waiting, it was not easy. It was very frustrating and very hard. Some of you guys might be in a season of waiting right now, and, and you just you persevere. Persevere through that. Work through that. Talk with people about it, what you're waiting on, what you're seeking God on. As that time approached in 2016, we kind of felt like God was saying, hey, you're, you're free to look. And for us, being in ministry, we felt like that was God saying, hey, you're free to look for, for other positions. So we went and we interviewed. Interviewed at seven different churches and, and, and different places around the country, and they, they all seemed to be going great until the door just slammed on every single one of them. And after seven months, we were like, "God, what are you doing? You're you're jacking with us." So we just we needed a we were we needed a word from God. God, what do you want? Just just tell us where. Just tell us. Where, just tell us, and we'll go and we'll do it. So in November 2017, I hopped on a plane to Anderson, South Carolina to a pastor's conference, and it was in this room. It was in this room where I was speaking with the, the, the leader of the conference. His name's uh, Perry Noble, and on day one, I shared a little bit about what, what was going on in our life, but not much. I mean, it's like a 30-second 30 30 conversation. The next day, he has a Q&A, an open Q&A, and it's a, it's a pastor's conference, so I ask him a question about leadership, just a general question about leadership. And I kid you not, he, looks, he stops in the middle of his answer, he looks right at me, and he says, Mike, you need to start a church. I, was, I didn't ask that question. I asked a question about leadership. But I, I've had a few odd moments in my life, and I know, it, I mean, it just hit right in my Soul. God used, he, Jesus spoke right through Perry into my soul, and he didn't answer the question that I asked him, but he, he answered the question that I was seeking. And we got that word from God to say, God's calling us to start a church. And so, seeking a word from God is sometimes a painstaking um um, time, because Mary, she gets a word from God here, right? She gets a word from God. And she asks the next natural question that any of us would ask. How? But how can this happen? God, you're calling me to change careers, but like, we're going to need some finances to do that. Like, I got the Jerry, spirit of Jerry Maguire. Like, show me the money, God. I, I don't see it. I, how is this going to happen? It may be in your marriage where you're like, hey, God, you're calling me to restore my marriage, but how? When, when they want out, and if I'm honest, I want out too. How? How am I supposed to Follow you, God, when I I don't see how, how can I forgive that person that has wounded me so bad? How? I don't see it. Mary asked him this question. It was in that time where God spoke to me. It was December 4th, 2017. I sent out an email to a a group of people and I said, we're going to start Freedom Church. And it was that day people were, were, were texting and calling and, and emailing and, and just, hey, this is great, this is awesome, we're excited. And that evening I get a call from one of my relatives. And they're like, Mike, this is, this is great. I'm so excited for you, I can see it, this is good. And then they started kind of asking all these questions. How many people do you have coming with you? Do you have a building? Do you have a budget? Like, how's all, you know. And I, it was the first time in that season I, just, I, just, I broke down. I finally, I just broke down and I, got, I was getting out of the car and I just started crying. And I said, I got, I got nothing. There were people who encouraged me, but really in my heart, until we had our first meeting, until we started doing anything, I just, all I had was God. And, and, and it was in that moment, in my crying, in my breaking down, that God gave me a, a huge moment of peace and He gave me another word and He spoke to my heart. Because I, when I said, i got nothing, it's like, when God is all you got, then you have everything you need. When God is all you have, you have everything you need. Some of you, you might get a word from God, and you're like, I don't know how. That's a good place to be in because that's going to allow him to do some work in your life. So in this season, we're going to ask the question, I'm believing God for fill in the blank. And over the course of the next two to three weeks, you're going to seek God, and you're going to fill in that blank with what he tells you. It could be a word. Or it could be a phrase. I know in that period of that season of Rita and I, we were waiting and seeking and searching. There was, there was a season where um, our phrase was, Something exciting's happening. And, and we, we, something would happen, and maybe it wasn't very exciting. Maybe it wasn't very, um, maybe it was actually something bad, but we would just look at each other, like fist bump, and say, Something exciting's happening. Something exciting. Or, or uh, getting stronger. That was in, there was another season where, like, we're getting stronger. Something, something negative would come our way, or maybe even something good would come our way and be like, fist bump, getting stronger. And, and so maybe it's a word for you that you get from God. Maybe you, maybe you want to do this for your family. Hey, here, here's another word for our family. Here's another word for our, our marriage. But seek God in this season a word from God. If we all got a word from God and did what we're going to talk about next, obey it. God's going to do some amazing things, not only in your life, but in your circle of influence in 2019. Seek God during this time. A word from God. And there's a great promise because Christmas, Christmas is a season that, is, that we're a reminder that we are not alone. It says, greetings, favored woman. God is with you. The Lord is with you. You are not alone. The second thing we're going to do is give back to God. We're going to give back to God. This word of God, this word is is not impossible. This word will not fail, Mary. Now she has a response here. She has a choice here. And her response is, I am the Lord's servant. The Greek word doulos. I'm, I'm your slave. You, you are my Lord. You're not just my Savior. You are my Lord. I'm your slave. May everything you have said to me come true. Think of all that held in the balance here. I mean, all the, all the children's names that would be named after Mary. All the, uh, all the Christmas songs. Mary, did you know that your baby boy... like. If she said no, it could have been like Beulah down the street. And then you would have had a bunch of people named Beulah. And then songs about Beulah. And it just doesn't sound right. I'm sorry if your name is is Beulah. Um, Don't come at me. Talk to your parents. But um, think of what held in the balance here. Because her life got destroyed. Her life got wrecked right here. Scholars say she's about 13 years of age. Teenagers, 13, you are never too young to be used by God in a powerful way, to lead your generation in a powerful way. Her whole life got wrecked here in a glorious way, in the best way possible, because now she's on a journey on God's mission and not on her own. And you can think about it too, because this conversation, she's going to say yes to it, I'm your slave, but what's the consequences of this? She's engaged. Uh, Hi, Joseph. Um, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Uh, what? (laughs) Who? What? Um, it's from God. Like, and and he even says. In, in one of the scriptures recorded. like He's like, I'm just going to dismiss her privately. like Just have the Jewish mafia come and just deal with this one and we'll be, we'll be done. Like There's a lot on the line here in her life. And she gives it all back to God. She doesn't just give some back to God. She says, I'm going to give everything back to you. Everything I have is from you and so everything I'm going to give is for you, and I'm going to give it all back to you. I am your slave. And so in this, in this season, as we are preparing, we are going to give back to God. And the only way for you to know what God has next for you If you want to take your next step, because that's our mission as a church, our mission, helping people take the next step in their relationship with Jesus together. You want to know what God has next for you? The only way to know what God has next for you is to give yourself fully to what He has for you right now. So we're seeking a word from God right now. So we can obey that right now. So we can see where God is leading us next year. So, The second thing we're gonna do, I will give what to God? You will fill in that blank. I will, throughout this season, I will give what back to God? For some of you, maybe it's your life. For some of you, maybe it's your dreams or your relationships. And yes, I am specifically talking about your finances as well. What will you give back to God financially? I know that it gets a little bit tense any time I mention money, especially from the stage. But Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And just know for me, when we started this church, that, that, that scripture right there, that's a big one. Your heart. Wherever your treasure is, there your heart is also. He's like, these things war with one another. So we're going to talk about it. And my goal in talking about money or finances is not that we need your money. God never needs your money. He doesn't need, if he wanted to take it, he would. He just does not want your money to take you or your heart. And so my goal has always been, I want a generous church. I want for you to be a generous person. Think about the people who you hang out with. Do you want to hang out with Mr. Stingy? Or do you want to, do you want to hang out with a person who's generous? Not just with finances, but with their time, with their life, with their words. If we are characterized as being generous, amounts won't even matter. It's a heart issue. Generosity is a heart issue. The people, the first believers, the first Christians, you want to know what they were characterized by? You want to know what was different and set them apart? That people noticed, it wasn't their theology. Oh, well, they just taught this, and they taught this, and they taught this, and they taught this. No! They were generous. And that stands out today as much as it did back then. And so my heart, my heart when I say I will give to God, is all about my heart and my generosity to Him. And the third thing we are going to do is give an invitation for others an invitation for others. Why? Why go through the pain of all this? Why why step into these things that you know are going to have stress or or pain or discomfort? Because it's all about other people. I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of a bigger story than just myself. Because if all I live for is myself then at the end, all I have to show for myself is myself. And I want to live for a bigger story. And, and, and God is calling you into a bigger story to realize what the word that you're going to receive from him, the stuff that you're going to give back to him, your life, your dreams, your mission, all has a purpose for other people. Christmas is also a reminder, one, that we're not alone, but two, it's not about us. John three sixteen: For God so loved the world that He gave. Love gives. He loved the world, so He gave. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish and have eternal life. One year later... We, we met in the room and we prayed and we were expectant. And here we are today, one year later. And that same spirit that drove us to say, hey, we're not meant to be a room full of 20. We're not going to stay a house church full of 20. No, we are meant to go and reach Los Alamos. We are meant to go and reach northern New Mexico. We are meant to go and reach the world for Jesus Christ. That same spirit is driving us today to say, this is our mission, Freedom Church. And, and, and just know, this is not Mike Brake's mission. This is straight from Jesus. He says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, right before he departs, his parting words as he leaves this earth, he says, "...but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere." You want to see God move in your life, you want to see the power of God move in your life, tell people about Jesus. Get on mission with him, and then you're gonna see God show up in your life. And he says, do this in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So I will just tell you, I'll get it off my shoulders, I want a big church. Not because I'm about the numbers. Not because I'm about having a big crowd, because in the eyes of God, in the eyes of God, every number has a name. Every name has a story, and every story matters tremendously to God. It's why He came, was for everyone. He said, take this to the world. The church is supposed to expand and grow and be on mission And so we're going to, as as long as I'm the pastor, as as long as I'm helping lead this thing, I'm going to lead the charge and sound it time and time and time and time again. That no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, God loves you. He has a bigger story for your life and it involves other people. That's what we're here for. That's why Jesus came. And so when we got a group together talking about Christmas, what do we want to do for Christmas services? Christianity, you have like two Super Bowls each year when it comes to um, um, holiday seasons. You have Easter and you have Christmas. And just personally for me, I would say Christmas is even more bigger in a sense than Easter because everyone, everyone, I don't care if you're a Christian or not, everyone celebrates Christmas. They slow down, they don't go to work, they stop and there's, there's some sort of Celebration. And I believe people are more willing to attend an Easter service. They're more willing to attend a Christmas service and hear about the gospel of Jesus. It's one of the few opportunities where we have to tell people the good news about Jesus. And if there's ever a time in our history, if there's ever a time that people need good news, it's now. And so when we got a group together, said, what do we want to do for Christmas? How do we want to capitalize on this? They were like, let's go bigger, let's go home. In a sense, that was the idea. We were like, hey, let's have our service here on Sunday morning. But if we want to try to reach other people, let's go do it at Ashley Pond. Let's, let's try it out and see if we can get people to come under the lights of, of Ashley Pond in the evening on a Christmas Eve. Let's worship our Savior like he's meant to be worshipped. And let's tell people the good news about Jesus. And let's see if, if God shows up in, the, in our ordinary and does something extraordinary. And let's go for it. Which is why I'm asking everyone. Everybody got some invite cards. You got three of them. You're going to get three next week. You're going to get three the following week. They should be pretty easy invites. Here you go. And, and just pass them out, has the information about what we're going to do. Social media. We have the event on there. You can see it. You can tag people. You can invite people. You can let them know. And I realized, hey, I may not even be here, right? You're like, I'm not going to even be at the Christmas service. You can still play a part in someone's eternity. It might change someone's life just handing them a card. You never know. If God calls you to it, saying, hey, invite this person, do it. Maybe they come, maybe they don't. Maybe they come at Easter. Follow God. If he calls you to invite someone, do it because it's for them being a part of a bigger story. I've been asked a few times by a handful of people, are we going to have a Christmas party? Is Freedom Church going to have a Christmas party this year? The answer is no and yes. No, we're not going to have a Christmas party in the, in the sense that we think about Christmas parties. We're not going to have an ugly sweater party or anything like that. But yes. We are going to have a Christmas party, December 16th, Sunday morning, right here in this room, 11 a.m. We will have a chance to put these three things together, and and we will be seeking a word from God. We will have a time of testimony where some of you, you're going to seek a word from God, you're going to receive it, but God's also going to call you to say, you know what, you need to share that with the group because we need to hear that and it's going to be an encouragement. So maybe you get a word from God and say, hey, this is my word and here's why. It doesn't have to be big or elaborate, but we're going to have a time of sharing what our God has spoken to us on the 16th. We're going to have a time where we give back to God during that time. We will worship, but worship is not just singing, it is giving. And generally we have the box over there and you can give online, you can do stuff like that, but we'll have a time, where we're dedicated time where we can worship and give at the same time. You need to know this. You need to know this. This is how good God's been to Freedom Church this year. We set a budget of $60,000 back in April. Said, hey, for the next eight months, $60,000, this is our budget. We wanted to give $6,000 of that towards benevolence, just helping people in need and different things like that. Through your generosity, through the the church's generosity, we met our budget in September. And not only are we not giving away $6,000, but this month alone... $13,000 $13,000 we are giving away to people who are in need. Somebody in Los Alamos is wondering, is God going to show up? And we've identified some families that are in need, that are truly in need, we're able to give to them. We're going to be giving to, to Haiti. Rudy and Caroline, they came here a couple years ago. They're missionaries. They're not making much. They're not making much at all. When we gave them the phone call to let them know that we were going to give them a, a, a monthly pay raise of 500 bucks a month, They were speechless, speechless. And they're bringing the gospel to the whole world. And in Haiti, I'll share more about it later. We're doing some work in Haiti as well to help them out, to help bring the gospel to the the lost in Haiti as well. It's not just a Los Alamos thing. We're doing it here at home and we're doing it abroad. It's through your generosity. It's through your generosity. It's a beautiful thing. And finally, an invitation for others. We're going to have a time where you, I mean, throughout the season, inviting other people. Investing and inviting to see what God can do through them. Throughout history, when God moves. In Scripture, when God moves. If you really boil it down and look to it, it's ordinary people living their life. And then God shows up and He speaks a word. And they have a choice. Am I going to obey or not? And they do. Ordinary people taking ordinary steps of obedience and God doing the extraordinary. God making leaders of them in the generation. God changing the world through them. God changing history through them. Who are you to tell God that He can't use you to be a leader of this generation? Who are you to tell God to say, Nope, not me, not average, ordinary me. I pray, my prayer, is that God would speak to you directly in a real and undeniable way this season. And then we just see, we just see what God will do. That is worship, people. That is worship, Freedom Church. When you seek God, and then you give all you have to God, and you spread that for other people, that's worship. And God, there's something about it. There's like not a magic formula, but there's something about when His people worship Him that He moves. I want to see God move. I want to be part of a bigger story than just myself. A word from God. A gift back to God. All for others. Let's pray. Thank you again for listening to the podcast at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. A few next steps that you can take coming out of this. One is head to our website and let us know just exactly how we can help you take your next step. Also, if we have had a positive impact in your life or in your family and you want to partner with us financially, you can go to our website and click Give. That will get the message out so we can impact more people through this ministry. And finally, click the Subscribe button. That way you know you get the latest content from the podcast as well as rate it, review it. That will help get the message out to others. Hope you have a a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening.